Did you know VIP season ticket subscribers have access to this workshop and hundreds more in streaming video, MP3 download, audio CD, executive white paper summary, and podcast formats? Visit vip.dealersedge.com for more information. Compensation plans for senior dealership managers have always been a popular topic at Dealer's Edge, both for dealership owners and the senior managers themselves. The subject takes on new urgency as we see consolidation among auto retailers continuing and even accelerating. The old salary plus a percentage of the net or gross doesn't hold the same attraction for today's top dealer group managers. They're interested in much more and dealership owners need to know what it will take to attract and keep those key executives. So today we're joined by Joe Magyar and Tim Dom of Crow Horwath LLP to get us up to date on the current thinking about management compensation for top dealership executives. We can expect to hear about compensation and equity issues as they relate to dealership acquisitions. We'll learn about real equity. What is it? And what are some issues to consider before offering real equity? And what are the drawbacks? Are deferred compensation programs a good idea? And how should they be structured? We'll also hear about so-called phantom stock. The concept has been around for a while, but how does it work in a business like auto retailing? And we'll look at another approach, stock appreciation rights. But enough with the introductions. Joe and Tim, welcome to Dealer's Edge. Let me turn things over to you now. Thank you, Mike. So I'm going to talk about deferred compensation, um, whereas Joe was talking about actual equity, I'm going to talk about uh, cash and different uh, approaches to that. So the first question is, um, why is deferred compensation even used? I mean, what, you know, why would you put in a deferred compensation plan? And there are, there are a variety of reasons. Um, at first, it, it can act as a golden handcuff and you accomplish the golden handcuff with a vesting provision. So whether you require somebody to you know, continue working for a number of years or, or until they retire or, or even base vesting in part on achieving certain performance targets, um, you can do vesting a lot of different ways, but that's where the golden handcuff comes in. So you're gonna provide this benefit to the executive, but if they don't satisfy the vesting condition, then they don't get the benefit. And so that, that ties them to the organization. I mean, specifically a service-based vesting schedule would tie the executive to the company. Um, it also can motivate executives to perform at a high level um, because you can tie the deferred compensation directly to the success of the business. Um, you can design it so that it, it motivates executives to work towards a specific objective. For example, maybe the sale of a store. Um, you could design a plan that rewards the executive upon the successful sale of a store. Um, and then also you can design them so that just, you know, generally speaking, it aligns the executive's interests with those of the shareholders. And a phantom stock plan would be a perfect example of that, where you create, you know, hypothetical shares of company stock that you, that you provide, that you, you know, grant to the executive. And then over time, as the, the value of the actual stock grows and throws off earnings and so forth, well, the phantom shares do the same thing. And so that's a, you know, a, a, an easy way to align 
the interests of the executive with, with those of the shareholders. Did you know VIP season ticket subscribers have access to this workshop and hundreds more in streaming video, MP3 download, audio CD, executive white paper summary, and podcast formats? Visit vip.dealersedge.com for more information.